God had divided the kingdom into two parts, Judah and Israel. He divided the kingdom because of the sins of Solomon in going after strange gods. The kingdom remained divided and fought against one another until the time Jesus walked on the earth and still divided. One king died and another replaced him, and most often those kings did evil as described in the following. 1 Kings 14 And Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord. The kingdoms were Judah, the tribe of Judah, which followed Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, and Jeroboam, which was the other ten tribes of Israel. So the nations of Judah and Israel, and they fought against each other. And Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins, which they had committed above all that their fathers had done. For they also built them high places and images and groves on every high hill and under every green tree. And there were also sodomites, homosexuals in the land, and they did according to all the abomination of nations which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. There are some good kings, and a few examples are given in the book of Kings of good kings. One of those good kings was Asa, 1 Kings 15, and Asa did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, as did David his father. Doing what is right in the sight of the Lord means everything to us. So many people follow the thinking of this world on divorce, remarriage, homosexual lesbians. They do what the world does. Paul said, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Reading of the Bible. And Asa did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. Now let's see what he did that made him right in the sight of the Lord. He took away the sodomites, the homosexuals, out of the land from the children of Israel and removed all the idols that his fathers had made. And also, Micaiah, his mother, even her he removed from being queen, because she had made an idol in a grove, and Asa destroyed her idol and burnt it by the brook Kidron. But the high places were not removed. Now, they worshipped strange gods in high places by burning incense to those gods and it says in verse 14 but the high places were not removed nevertheless Asa's heart was perfect with the Lord all his days so we have this example of a good king who did right in the sight of God that's all that matters is what you're doing right in the sight of God does it conform to the New Testament scriptures? The divided kingdom of Judah and Israel continued for many, many generations. After the crucifixion of Jesus, 
And before Jesus was ascended into heaven, the disciples asked Jesus this question. Acts 1, verse 6. Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel, bringing the two parts together? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. From heaven Jesus established the New Testament church. It wasn't any longer going to be the children of Israel, the nations of Judah and Israel. It was going to be the New Testament church that reigned on this earth. Ephesians 4, start at verse 7. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Verse 11 tells what those gifts are that Jesus has given from heaven to the New Testament church. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Five ministry offices. No, there are no popes, archbishops, priests. There are no vicars. No, these are not the ministers of God. The ministers of Jesus are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers whom he gave from heaven for the work of the ministry, for the perfecting of the saints, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitteth fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Paul is an example of one of these New Testament apostles, which was called by Jesus after Jesus was taken into heaven. Paul was appointed apostle teacher. He did both offices. Acts 26, Paul tells King Agrippa his story. Verse 9, 
Paul says, I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priest. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them oft in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun, shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. At that time, the apostle Paul was called Saul, and he was called from heaven by Jesus directly and was named Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? The other men traveling with him heard the voice, but they weren't called by Jesus. They saw the light from heaven, but they were not called by Jesus to the ministry. Saul was called by name to the ministry. You must be called by God, by Jesus from heaven to be a minister of the New Testament church. And when you are called, Jesus will teach you what to do by his spirit and he will show you the office to which you are called apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher. And it can be more than one office, as we see from the example of Paul in the Bible, who was an apostle and teacher. So Paul says, Who art thou, Lord? And he, Jesus, said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. And Paul says to King Agrippa, Wherefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. To be a minister in the New Testament church, you must be called by Jesus from heaven and appointed into one or more of the ministry offices, which are 
apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. These are the ministries of the New Testament church. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.